What is your name today? I don't know. What does it say? Mendical G? What? <laughs> Why'd you get quiet when you were reading it? I can't hear you. Mendical What? What is that? Can you spell it out, please? N N D equal G. Is that what it says? Yeah. Oh, then I have no idea. I kind of just hit random keys and hit enter. Well, great job. <laughs> I you created a new language. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know about you, but this week has like flown by. It has been such a busy week. And like each day has kind of like dragged by, but then I'm like, holy crap, it's already almost Friday. Because we're recording this on Thursday. Um my my week, I, I don't know. I don't know. My yesterday went by really slow. Today went by pretty quick. I'm hoping uh, Friday goes by fairly quickly. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Mine should. I still have so much to do, like um, work wise, at my barista simulator job. Um, I I have a lot to do. Like I have some promises that I've made that I need to fulfill. But I've literally not had time this week. And I said I was going to do it on Monday, and it just could not do it and so now i have to do it sometime this week promises like what like you're gonna find more coffee to make or like no it's a like a program i'm putting together um for a coffee master program basically um to teach everybody about coffee and stuff I, a lot of people are interested in doing it um and i promised i would put together all the information for everybody so i'm gonna make everybody little packets because they have to do some of it at home um so I'm going to put together packets on how to do it and like organize it so it's really easy to follow and that they can get it done. Um, but it's my biggest priority right now because it's something they really care about. And I feel like my team right now needs some passion because it's been a hard summer. I thought that you were saying that the training now includes the coffee master stuff. Yeah, but there's only, like, do it. there's only like two people new enough at my store to have done that. Um, most of my team is like long term employees. So like the training didn't happen. <laughs> They're long-term prisoners. Got it. I no, hello. <laughs> no, literally. So I told I told somebody, hello, this is mindless prattle. I should introduce Okay. How about you finish your story first? Jeez. Well. But I told somebody today <laughs> that like, you know, th sometimes this job is like an abusive ex-boyfriend. Like when you finally leave it, you're like, damn, I should have done it sooner. And then you're like, dang, but we had some good times together. What do you mean sometimes? That is not a sometimes thing. They're either abusive or they're not. It's not like, oh, he only hit me once today, so it was a good day. No, it's still abusive. You should leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're brainwashed, too. I don't know um, what you're doing over there. I just, I don't know. I don't like doing new things. Like, yeah, I know. Because you're like, oh, what will happen? Will I have fun? Oh, how terrible of you to have fun with a new thing. Well, I also just don't think I'll ever really enjoy a job. Like, I just, I genuinely wasn't made to work a nine to five. I don't know if it's my parents' fault because, you know, they had their own business and they always said stuff like, if you work for someone else, you're never really making money. But I just don't enjoy working like a traditional job. That's why I'm You've only had so terrible jobs. I'm just going to be honest. That is very true. And you know what's <laughs> funny is I'm capable of so much more. I don't know if like anybody else feels like this, but I, I, I definitely am an overachiever. It's like big fish in a small pond type of thing. Like I know I'm capable I of a lot like more, that but just I like all of a sudden you're just like, oh, I'm a, I can achieve so much more. I've been telling you that for years, years. I've been saying, quit your stupid jobs and just work on other stuff that you want to work on. But and I'm all of a sudden that. you're just like, now I've realized it. Oh, if only someone had told me we did several people repeatedly. And I don't, I don't want to quit. Like, um, I'm writing it, but writing can take a while for you to see any monetary gain like i i have a general plan of what i'm going to do i set up my ingram sparks account um it's a website that helps you distribute your novel to big companies like target amazon um what is barnes and noble all this stuff <laughs> did you just and forget the name of the bookstore i did i forgot <laughs> the name of barnes and noble um <laughs> they only sell books and you're like nah i don't know what but this is. <laughs> you can upload and format your book for free on their website um and then you can distribute distribute it to those th those big retailers for free as well um and it's a really great service like it used to cost like 20 dollars or something like that but now it's free for like the first two edits or something 
Um, so I got it all set up and I'm glad I took care of it early because it was it took a while. Like they asked me for all sorts of information and I had to read all these like legal agreements and stuff. So I did that and I'm at 53,000 words. This is the biggest thing I've ever written in my entire life. Like it's crazy to think about. Um, it's been like six months of writing now. And um, I, I could have written faster if I wanted to, but I just wasn't really inspired for certain parts of it. But like the past, I want to say a week or two, I've just all I could think about is writing and like I get home and I just want to write like I haven't streamed or done anything like that. Like I just write and write and write. And write. Yeah, I have noticed you've been uh, writing a lot more recently as well. Yeah, like I'm at work and while I'm working, it's just like scenes playing through my head and like things i want to write <laughs> you mean about. you're distracted at work i'm telling your boss i'm, it's right, like I'm yeah. daydreaming basically. i'm sorry ma'am you haven't been paying attention at work we're gonna have to let you go ah it's a shame it's a real shame I, really. I literally can't focus on anything like i no matter i'll be going to bed and i'm like oh i should write about this next or like this is a scene i want to write but i have no clue i'm gonna get there because where i'm at is kind of like dark and depressing so <laughs> you're like i have this great scene no idea how we're getting there anyway <laughs> i a ton of innocent people were slaughtered and well, i cried while Gosh, writing it. i'm trying to i'm trying to keep my myself out of the loop so that i can read it for the first time and be it's like amazed. I'm writing a D campaign really like that's kind of how i am going about things i'm like what would i do if i were playing a video game right now like what's the craziest thing that could happen and I don't know. It just—it's kind of fun. I'm trying not to judge myself too bad because some of it's not great, but I know I can polish it up later. Speaking of D and D, you played uh, Baldur's Gate three yet? No, you said I couldn't. You said you didn't want me to play it, but I want it so freaking bad. You can't play it, okay? You're only Why? in it for the character creation. That's, That's not all true. Like, you I've just make the character, gameplay. and I will play it. It's fun. What's it so exciting about Baldur's Gate besides the character customization is that they have like 50,000 different like occurrences that can happen. So like like you will never get the same game ever. Like always well, new. Like I'm trying to ask you if we can play it together and every time you're just like, "No, I have to play it." You haven't actually looked to see it if it's It says it has online co-op. See, exactly. Like, that's all I'm saying. All I'm asking for is a little, like, I don't know, like, inclusion in this relationship. And I feel like you're just excluding me because you feel like I, I'm not creative enough or something. It is gigantic. What is gigantic? The game, it says you could have to have 150 gigs of space. Yeah, that's like a standard freaking game now. I don't know why games are so large. It, it actually Skyrim's it, like 70. It really, it really makes me angry how large new games are. Like also, we, it's sorry, ridiculous. We can talk about that in a second. I want to keep going over the recommended graphics because the minimum required graphics card is a GTX 970. Okay. So recommended <laughs> is an NVIDIA 2060 Super. Yeah, like I don't. I have. I, do I don't. Have? I think I have a. Run it. I have a laptop like 3050, which is like a 20 something equivalent. Like I'm sure I may be able to run it on minimum specs. Like I don't know. But that's also the thing is I don't want to buy it for 70 or $60, whatever it is right now for my laptop. And then my not laptop not be able to run it, you know? Yeah. I'm like, is there like, isn't there something that on Steam that'll show you if your computer can handle it? Or does that not exist? Because it should. I thought so, but I, I have no idea, I'll be honest. Like I, I I thought at one point it did, but I haven't seen or looked at Steam in a while, so but who knows. But I can can I tell you I saw the cutest video earlier. This guy, um, he was a black man. It's relevant to the story. He <laughs> is it <laughs> what Yeah, a yeah, start. yeah. Because he has he had <laughs> um really big dreadlocks, like huge dreads. And he was going through the character customization. He was really disappointed. He's like, they're not going to have any dreads. Like, like looking through, he goes, look, we got some braids, but no dreads, no dreads. And he gets to the bottom, and they had, like, these really thick-ass dreads that looked just like his. And the smile on this man's face when he could make a character look just like him, it just made me so happy. He was like, look, they've got it. And I was like, dang, like... I want to play this game so badly. Like, I'm oh. to, yeah, I'm about to adopt the philosophy. I've been thinking about this of playing as a <laughs> uh, female character. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Cause I, 
<laughs> I've heard it put best. I've heard it put best as this. If you're going to be staring at the backside of some something all day, it may as well make it some cute woman. You know what I mean? Like, may as well. Yeah, big mood. <laughs> like, may as well just stare at some fake woman's ass for the whole game instead of some I dude's just, ass. It's all, well, you know? You can make a companion, too. So, like, if you wanted to make yourself and then have, like, a female companion, you could also do that. Or Yeah, know. but you don't play as the companion as much. I mean, like, they're there. Yes, you can control them, but they're not the main person. May as well, you know? I just, I'm so excited because I also, like, there's some horny shit in there, too. I saw this uh, clip on TikTok, and it was, like, this person, I, I didn't know. It just started right at this weird point. I don't know what happened prior to this. But this uh, character is telling the player's character to, uh, he was like, get on your knees. And then it said roll for, I don't know what it was, but it was like roll for something check. And they failed it. <laughs> you just like, missed your happened? knees. You're like, oh, no. But I don't know. I only way, watched. Not in like a, I'm going to kill oh. you way. Oh, God. I only watched the first, I think it was like 10 minutes of gameplay, which, by the way, it said first 10 minutes of gameplay, but there's like a five minute cutscene to open the game. Like, it's I long. haven't seen the <laughs> it's opening cutscene or any gameplay. I've mostly just seen like scenes of people creating their characters. Um, exactly. And, oh, I've seen You're a little only bit of gameplay. In it for character I saw one lie. where somebody, somebody used the talk to animals spell and cast it on this really grumpy cat in an inn. I saw that gameplay. But I really want to play it. Can I get it? No, you don't have the mech recommended specs, obviously. <laughs> Neither do I. But, you know, did what you say? I said I I burped a little, so I said excuse me because I didn't know if it came out. Oh, I, I thought you were saying something else. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, what? did I talk to you? Did you have you seen Guardians of the Galaxy three? No, I've only seen clips of it, but I haven't watched the whole thing. I just remembered because I have this little mantis thing you got me from McDonald's or wherever. I got you like I went out of my way. No, <laughs> I got a happy meal with some points and they gave it to me. But yes, I got it specifically for you. Okay. <laughs> I watched it last week sometime. I don't remember when. It's such a good movie. And I had watched a review like a completely spoiler free review or spoiler full review. Sorry, I can't talk good. You watched all of the spoilers and then watched the movie? Yeah. I don't like to not know what's going to happen. <laughs> you, I get anxious. You're the worst. You're so bad at that. You're like, I want to know all the twists and turns and then watch the movie. Why? What fun is that? That's so I so watched stuff. Amanda the Jedi's review of it. And I was like, okay, I'm prepared. No, I was not prepared. I sobbed my eyes out for like a good 70% of the movie. Like. And in not in a bad way, like it wasn't like a bad type of sad emotion. It was really good. Like the story is, I loved the story. I loved where they left it off. It felt like a good in between film, not like a filler film, but like you got a lot of characterization of, of everybody. Mantis, love her in this film, like 10 out of 10. And then I think this is the last one that, um, what's his name? Batista, Dave Batista. This is the last one he's going to be in, I believe. Um, but yeah, it was just a really good film. I don't know if you want me to like spoil it or not, though. No, why would I? I mean, I won't watch it till forever from now, but I don't care enough to like get spoilers from you. Why would I want that? Why would it, like even if I had the off chance to watch it? Why would I want the to know what's going to happen beforehand? That's so dumb. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're the um, only one that's like, I hate it when they don't tell me what's going on. It's a TV show. It's a movie. You're supposed to not know. That's the point. They want you to keep watching. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I would recommend watching it. It's good. I know it like it, it the audio says you're coming through, but I can barely hear you. I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna turn you up. Sorry, let me adjust my posture. Maybe <laughs> Yeah, your back wasn't straight, so I couldn't hear you. <laughs> well, did you also see about the Barbie movie getting banned in several countries? Yeah, but what that was always going to happen. Like that got banned before it came out. Like it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Like, well, the, like it's been banned like more, like in the past like week. So Kuwait banned Barbie because it said it promotes ideas and beliefs that are alien to the Kuwaiti society and public order. 
without further elaboration, according to today. Uh, Lebanon has not yet banned it, but he did say it was found to contradict values of faith and morality and promote homosexuality and sexual transformation. Why? Not sure where it, the it did that. Pink. There was no homosexuality in there. The whole thing was about straight relationships. What are you talking about? I okay. will say that um, there was like a whole uproar because pe- a bunch of people got mad um, because one of the Barbies is a transgender woman. And they were like literally tearing apart just like cis women and uh, as well because everybody was trying to guess which Barbie it was and nobody could guess. So yeah, whatever. that might be why I really don't care. Like your country wants to ban it, ban it. You want to watch it go to a different country. Like, I don't care. Like it's not, who cares? It doesn't matter. Like, you know, <laughs> I just, I think matter. it's interesting. It's like the reasons why, <laughs> like, like Vietnam banned it because they showed China's territorial claim over much of South China sea. Um, and so Vietnam bandit because right. it has a defending image. Of the that would make spot. sense because they're trying to talk about the actual map and that, right? Like they're trying to tell you that the world is one way instead of another way. That's fine. You're just Which Warner territory. Bros. did respond to, but, though. They said the map is a childlike crayon drawing. It was not intended to make a statement, like basically apologizing, you know, saying like that's not what they intended to do. Okay. Even then, who cares? It's a map. Like if you're, if you're in fucking China or country or whatever, and you think, oh my gosh, the Barbie movie affirms that we own this part of the South China Sea, therefore we do. That is the dumbest argument. And no one should take you seriously if that's your argument. So who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, the, you used the wrong map in your film, so we're not going to show the film in our country. Go for it. Like, my bad, bud. Like, I don't care. Like, we didn't care about your film. We, we don't care about your territory. Like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way about a lot of stuff. And I'm like, you know, like, our planet is dying. Is this, like, really what we need to fight about? I own this part of the water over here. I don't care. Go for it. Uh, you, you do you, bud. <laughs> oh, my God. What the? Ugh. Sorry. There's a gnat, like, flying around my face. <laughs> it's ticking me off. Good. I uh I actually I just watched the movie uh Nimona. Have you seen that? No, what is it? It's uh it's a Netflix movie, it's a little animated movie about Oh your Netflix still works? It's like a combination between um uh, like a medieval movie, but they have technology because they've been living in a medieval lifestyle for like a thousand years. And this knight gets framed for uh, for murder. So he teams up with a monster, but he's supposed to slay the monster because he's a knight. So then they got to go through this whole thing. It's great. I let me tell you, if you haven't if you haven't seen the trailer for it or like things about it, what Nimona is great. You should go watch it. It is very sad towards the end, but like it's fantastic. How do you spell I, it? I'd watch again. N I M O N A, Nimona. It's on it's on Netflix, but then again, I don't have Netflix, so you could just Google it and it should pop up and uh, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, how'd you watch it? <laughs> I don't have Netflix, so <laughs> definitely just Google that. He said without side, any download. further explanation. <laughs> <laughs> you can just Google things and you know, if you find the answer you know, you're looking for, Google maybe did you its need job. to sail the open seas to find this movie. Yeah, but no, it's a really good movie. Like the the character, she's she's great. She's super funny. Um, like there, I forgot. The, I saw a scene actually of it on YouTube earlier today, and then I remembered it when I was I got back from the gym, so I watched it this afternoon. It's actually really fun. It's not like it's super. It's not very like unpredictable. They got a lot of things that are like, oh, this is gonna happen. You already know it's gonna happen, but it's still pretty funny in its own way. So I liked it. I think I'll check it out. If anything, just go watch uh, like one of their one of their trailers. It's it's pretty great. <laughs> Have you watched a lot of movies lately? Uh no, that's actually the first movie I watched since we went and saw Barbie, so. Yeah, I think Guardians of the Galaxy was the first one I watched. I did start, I told you about it yesterday, but I started watching this uh, Korean like horror crime drama type thing. 
yesterday. Was that a movie or is that, is that a series? It's a series. It's okay. a Hulu I original. I thought you were watching a movie about it. That's my bad. No, you're good. It's uh, it's really long. Like the first episode was like I think over an hour, just barely. Um, like the whole first episode felt like a movie. I was like, dang, this was just one episode. Um, I watched two and then passed out. Um, but it's really good. It's in Korean. The acting is ten out of ten. Um, and I know like like in Korea they value like your skin health a lot, but every single one of these people looks like fucking models. Like their skin is perfect, beautiful, like ten out like wow. Like I wish my skin looked like that. I know that's not like the point of the plot, but like I was really taken aback by how good everybody looked. Even like there's a really old people in the film. They looked fantastic. Like I want whatever they're drinking, you know? Uh, (laughs) what do you have i'll take what's the water like over there please give me some um but uh i really like it so far it's about basically um it starts out you see this folklore professor is you know batting himself down in his office like putting protective stuff everywhere um because a spirit an evil spirit has attached itself to him and he hears his mom calling and saying that she's scared and that the spirit's trying to get to her too and to let him in. And he opens the door and his self is standing there. Like he sees himself. Super creepy. One thing I really appreciate about um, like foreign horror is they're not allowed to show a lot of gore most of the time. Like a lot of those countries have stricter yeah, yeah, blood, blood and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're required to be a lot more creative in the ways that they scare you. And that shit is so I mean, they're crazy. they're not required to, but they need to, like, in order to make it better. <laughs> yeah, and I it like I said, it was good. Like he just opens the door and he, he sees himself standing there and he goes, his like evil self, demon self, whatever it goes, you open the door. Oh, oh my god chills oh it's creepy as fuck i like it but it's not super scary it's like you can keep watching it because it also there's like a it follows several different characters like the main character is that guy's daughter he leaves the cursed object to her so she touches it and now she's possessed or being held onto by the spirit what a dick move though right did he know it was cursed yes 100%. Oh, well, then get rid of that. <laughs> I don't I want think this thing. You can have I it. I think there's going to be something <laughs> about like he wants her to help the ghost because there's another professor helping her who's like, the way you get rid of a ghost is by talking to it, learning its name, figuring out what it wants. But this is an evil, dangerous spirit. So, like, I don't know what she's supposed to do. He was Wait, like, don't go through doorways. Their thought process is a uh, normal ghost, you just talk to them and they go away. So this murderer ghost, you have fun with it, little kid. <laughs> Tell us what it wants. Yeah, later. so like they encountered <laughs> um, another ghost, like a group of teenage boys. It's It ties into a subplot, but they encounter a group of teenage boys who are being haunted by um, a transfer student who killed himself because his dad was abusing him. But it turned out like that kid's parents were hiding a daughter. Like they didn't record her birth. Like they were keeping her locked up in a basement and they were abusing her and the son. And the son um, basically died because he wanted to get his sister like to safety. Um, and so those boys were being haunted because he wanted his sister to be found out about. And one of the boys ended up dying, but it was an accident. What, really what a roundabout way to save your sister. Like, just go stab your parents, man. Well, it, it showed in like Come a <laughs> like a bat. Well, he, they're, they're like middle school boys. So they're kind of smaller and slight. And the dad so character was what? a lot bigger. At some um, point, your dad is sleeping, and you can find a kitchen knife. That's all I'm saying. I just, I just, I don't think in other countries they solve a lot of problems like that. I don't know if that would occur to them. You know, like it said, he reported it. I mean, and the dad beat you know. him to nearly half to death for reporting it. So I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I don't know yet because I'm only on like episode two. You know. Um, so there's a lot of like questions that are coming up and I don't think I'll have the answer for a few episodes, but good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like mean, it. Fair. The vibes are on. Oh, you know what? We lied. We did see other movie. We watched uh red the other day. You remember? Oh, turning red. I forgot about turning that. Red. Is it turning red or is it just red? It's turning red. Turning red. Okay. Yeah. We watched that. It was good. It was funny. Uh, there were some plot holes that I was 
skeptical about. Like, I didn't, I didn't understand some of the stuff that happened, but I liked it overall. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was super funny. And then I thought, you know, as a movie about puberty, I think it did a good job of like balancing between like this is a really obvious metaphor and this is still a silly kids movie. Like it wasn't well, too much. I think it was good because they also addressed in there that they also had puberty, but this was something separate. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it was like the same things were happening. Like, oh, it's going to happen a lot and we're going to have to like calm you down once a month or whatever. You know, it was it was <laughs> very like, is this not the same thing? Like, I don't... <laughs> And I, I just and it was so funny watching her, you know, as an adult female, like watching her like grunt and like turn and like her stomach's in pain. I was like, yep. I don't understand why you wouldn't tell your child, hey, by the way, at some point in the next few years, you're going to turn into a panda. Yeah, like, it's because it was a part of their culture. <laughs> you think like mom like, put down like, hey, during puberty, we've talked to you about what's going to happen to your body. But our family has a special secret as well that like is passed down through generations like you might turn into a fucking giant panda <laughs> like also yeah like what if that had happened at school like what if the first time she turned into a panda at school what were you gonna do and they were like we need to keep this secret above all else okay but like you didn't prepare her in any way yeah i did like how they included that they had to pay back all the damages at the end though i thought that was yes what the i was like there's no way you just get away with that right and she's like oh we're at we're at like 200 <laughs> they're at like 20 grand out of like 100 million and i was like yeah uh, you are you're gonna be in debt for generations and the movie takes place in like 2002 so whew. It's a different yeah kind of well also like why would okay if there's a family of people that can turn into giant pandas and they destroy one of your stadiums, why would you be like, you know what? You guys are going to pay us back instead of, you know what? Why don't we study you and find out why you turn into pandas? Like, what? <laughs> that's what I would be doing. I also think they can make that money back a lot faster by charging premium prices to go to like children's birthday parties or celebrity events. Like, yeah, they're like, would you like to come to our temple? And you're like, why, why wouldn't you just like go on, go on tour as like ah, a traveling panda family, you know? Like, ooh. And they're like, we can't control our emotions. Therefore, we, we don't want to be pandas because we might hurt people. And it's like, what? You can't control your emotions because you suck as a family and you like it's all they're mad at each other all the time, but don't want to talk about it. Like that's why you suck at controlling your emotions. <laughs> Honestly, but you know, um oh shoot, I forgot what I was gonna say. Damn. You, you nailed it. <laughs> when we started Mindless Prattle, we were immediately overwhelmed with all of the different tasks that come with starting a podcast. The audio, video, website hosting, editing services. It's enough to make anybody dizzy. If you want to start your own podcast, that might be one of the biggest things holding you back. Editing and production can be a huge learning curve and was what made me the most nervous when we started this podcast. Don't worry, you don't need to become an expert audio engineer to run a great sounding show. If you head on over to mindlessprattle.com slash alitu, that's A-L-I-T-U, you'll find a great little web app that was designed to make processing, editing, and publishing super easy. Alitu lets you create a podcast without knowing anything about audio production. It'll do conversion, leveling, noise reduction, and everything else at a press of a button. Finally, you can either download the finished episode or have it published directly from the app. So don't let editing and production get in the way of sharing your message with the world. Get started with Alitu on the monthly plan at $38 or the annual plan at $380 that will give you two free bonus months. You also get a seven-day free trial with either plan, so head to the link and give it a shot. Head on over to mindlessprattle.com slash Alitu to create the podcast of your dreams. That's mindlessprattle.com slash A-L-I-T-U. I mean, if, can we go back to Baldur's Gate for a second? No, we passed that. I'm sorry, ma'am. Okay, I just wanted to say about Baldur's Gate, apparently other gaming developers are angry about this game's success because they said it's setting like the bar too high, basically, for what a video game Too is. high for what? What are you talking about? They're like, oh no, it came $6. out and there's not like a hundred bugs. There's only a few and it has like, I don't know, like a full story in it. Not like a 30, like, not like a, a two or three hour story. And then they're like, we'll be back next time. And you're like, oh, thank goodness. You know, 
are there are there microtransactions in it? Nope. Nothing. What a choice. Do you see people are mad at uh what was it Ubisoft? Because apparently Assassin's Creed Mirage is going to have uh microtransactions in it. And people were really upset and they're like, this goes against all your claims that say that this Assassin's Creed is gonna get us back to the the or uh, roots of the series, and you're like just because there's microtransactions does not mean it's not going to be like gameplay and storylines that are from like the roots of the, the series, you know, like yeah. that doesn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> like, yeah, You know, I, I don't love, I don't like or dislike microtransactions. I think so long as they're like an optional add on, like you can't buy your way to level a hundred. Well, that's no. what I was going to say. I think as long as you can buy like aesthetic things or things that you think look cool, go for it all day long. That's your choice to buy those things. But the second you can buy like a gun that shoots better than other guns that you can't get, you know, that you can only yeah. get by buying it. That's when you're like, all right, now you're paying to win. Like, that's when it's different. Yeah. For me. Like when I was really into Elder Scrolls Online, I used to have like their monthly subscription thing. And it would just give you like a certain amount of the in-game like store currency. And I bought houses, mounts. I bought cute clothing. I had like a whole ass guild and everything. I was really into that game for. Yeah, but it didn't like necessarily <laughs> give you an advantage over. But yeah, it didn't other give you an players, advantage you know? except for you could buy like boosts if you wanted to, like oh you could get like bonus XP or stuff like that, but nothing that like nobody else couldn't get through grinding. Yeah, that 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 stuff oh. I'm fine with, but sorry, your mic got super loud all of a sudden. I think a uh, a motorcycle rode by outside. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. Did I tell you, okay, so last week I had to go to the um, the post office to get my um, I-9 verification, the, the right to work in the, the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. I had to go get that verified. So I set up that appointment, and uh, in order to do it, you need, like, a, forms of ID, like two different forms of ID or three or whatever the, the requirement is, right? But one of them is just a, a passport. So if you bring in a passport, it, it counts as some forms of ID and you're good. And like, that's all the documents you need. And I was like, okay, well, I'll get my my passport and be good to go. So my appointment was at noon. Uh, at like 1030, you know, I finished up what I was working on, all that stuff at the, at the apartment. I showered at about 11 o'clock. I was like, okay, I'm going to get my passport and, and you know, and finish up start and finish up getting ready so I can head over there because it was like a 15 20 minute drive something like that um so I grabbed the safe I put the key in I hit the buttons to type in the code and none of the lights come on I was like what's uh, what's going on here <laughs> so I hit the button some more nothing I was like oh no the batteries are dead I'm like ah so I'm like you can't turn the key. The, none of the buttons work. In order to replace the batteries, the batteries are on the inside. I was like, "Oh no, I've left this sitting here too long. I don't. The batteries are dead." So I'm like, "Well, all right, let's let's Google how to open this." Oh my gosh the the manufacturer's tutorial on how to open it and replace the batteries when they're dead is. Hey, leave it open when the batteries are dying so that you can uh, come back in a little bit with batteries. What? I was like, what? There's no way to open it when the batteries are dead without like breaking the safe open. Damn. I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me right now. I was like, I got to go in like 30 minutes. If I miss this appointment, like I'm going to have to reschedule the whole thing. It's going to be a pain. And I was like, this is ridiculous. So I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there on the bed, like looking. Robert, you saw some of my titties. Sorry. I'm sitting there looking at the, the safe. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't open it. I can't turn the key. I can't, you know, it's, it's broken. So finally, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Desperate times. And I picked up the safe. Uh, and I, well, I didn't pick it up. Anyway, I held it with one hand. And I took it with the other hand and I hit it as hard as I could and nothing happened. And I was like, well, third time's the charm. So I hit it a second time. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it? I don't know what happened, but the safe went beep beep. And I was like, what the what? So I typed in the code real quick and opened it. And I was like, oh, my Lord, it opened. And I replaced the batteries before I took anything out of there. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like I don't know what you know, just happened, but if the battery you. died, one hundred percent the cat's fault. I'm sorry, I've had to learn to keep the closet shut more often because sometimes I leave it open like a crack or something. I'll I I thought I was fucking He's insane one night. One night I kept I I was getting fucking nervous. Okay, like I kept hearing beeping. I was like, what the fuck is this beeping sound? Like? The cat was standing on the safe and she kept like walking over it and causing it to beep because it was like that's not the code, bitch. I was like, get out of there. <laughs> so the she code. probably ran the battery down just walking all over it all the time. I was like, oh my God. I yeah, thought it was, it was crazy. I was like, I thought the batteries were low, but I didn't know they were like dead, dead. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. And you know, OCD brain, I was like, oh my God, someone's like take, trying to take pictures in here. And I'm like, what? Ripley, what? Like, uh. She Someone's trying to take pictures by beeping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Was that was that three pictures? What what was that? <laughs> Does your sometimes, camera beep? <laughs> sometimes having like irrational intrusive thoughts is kind of fun because like I'll have a thought and then immediately I'm like, what the fuck was that? Like, like that's so out of the realms of reality that I can't even like like keep going down that train of thought. Because the rational part of me is like, bitch, what the hell? Where did that I, come from? I have the same sort of thing. Okay, so like every, I don't know, like every weekend, like Saturday or Sunday when I don't have work and I, I get up a little bit later, you know, because I, I sleep in a little bit. If I go to shower and it's later than the normal time that I leave, every time if I hear like somebody else leave or a door open and close in the hotel, I'm just like, ah, oh, well, uh, rooms or the, the housekeeping came in. And uh, they're about to see me naked in this in this shower right now. And every time <laughs> I like open the door just slightly, I'm like, anybody is anybody out there? Uh, nope, we're good. And then I close. I'm gonna start giving up. you extra visits. <laughs> it was <laughs> the, <laughs> every time I think it because it's like my upstairs neighbor or somebody will close the door while I'm in the shower, and I'm like, oh no, they think I'm gone because I'm normally at work at this time, even though it's Saturday. I'm like, they think I'm gone. They're going to come in here and try and clean while I'm showering. And it, it freaks me out every time. And then I'm like, it doesn't matter. I have towels. I'll just walk out in a towel. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I do that too. But with like, um, like my car alarm, every time a car alarm goes off, I think it's mine. Yeah, I think that has more to do with the fact that the it, the apartments, you know, have a parking lot. Like if we were in a house and it we would clearly like hear our cars right outside, I think it'd be much different. No, even when I like when we lived in Vegas and stuff, same thing. I it just tr triggers like an anxiety response cuz my car alarm is so fucking loud and annoying. Like I feel like some car alarms it's like okay, your alarm's going off, but it's like all right, not too bad. My car alarm is like <laughs> oh you're oh, reminding me of the story. There was a maybe you maybe you told this story, but um, I I saw I saw this thing. I think it was on YouTube or maybe it was Twitter. I don't know. Um, but it was this guy telling this story, and he's like, for years, uh, it said. Oh, the title of the the prompt was, "What have you been doing for years that you just found out was a completely stupid thing to be doing?" And this guy goes. Well, for years, I've worked like the night shift and I get off at like two in the morning. So I get home at like two thirty three in the morning. And when I hook, when I lock my car, the horn goes off. And so it, I didn't want to be annoying to my neighbors. So I waited until I got uh, around the corner and at my front door before I locked it. That way, the horn wasn't as loud. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i just now real and then he, the story comes on and goes but well, one day when i was getting out of my car i accidentally hit it twice and uh, the horn was super loud and that's when it finally clicked for me that all these years it was only quieter because i had walked away from the car oh it was still parked next to my neighbor's driveway her neighbor's house i was like oh, oh my, my gosh <laughs> That's some stuff I you was, would do. <laughs> I had to leave for work the other day at like, it was like four in the morning, like 4.30, you know, a.m. Um, And my, e, I guess something hit my key the wrong way in my purse, you know, and I have a key fob. My alarm started going off for three minutes straight. It would not turn off. I clicked every fucking button on my key thing. I was pressing the like, like the stop panic button, like unlocking lock every fucking button. It would not go off. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it is you, four in the morning. What'd you do? 
<laughs> it just I I think I hit the alarm button like I shifted my purse when I was leaving and it hit the alarm button but it just wouldn't turn off like my car does that a lot the electronics are a little weird in it sometimes um jeeps man apparently there's not much you to you should be able to just hit lock like two or three times and it'll quiet that it'll maybe off. maybe i should try three because like I, I did it twice and everything it just it took so long i was i was embarrassed yeah it's usually hitting the same button multiple times not hitting all the buttons that does it <laughs> yeah it turned off eventually i don't remember what i did to do it but it it turned off and god our neighbors have patience also, I mean, they live in an apartment complex. They'll get over it. <laughs> no, we we got a new neighbor. He still has yeah, not gotten rid of those boxes. I would honestly, there's okay. So we have a trash service in our apartment complex, and you leave. Uh, it's they come by like four times a week. There's like certain days they come by, and if you leave a bag of trash like right outside your your door, they'll come by and pick it up and take it to the dumpster. So like if you, you know, if you fill up a bag of trash, you can just leave it there. You don't have to walk all the way to the dumpsters, but they only do that, you know, four days a week. And they only do it for one bag of trash per like apartment. If there's like six bags of trash there, if there's oversized stuff, they don't take it. So our neighbor straight across from us just moved in. He had uh, a sofa and a, a big TV delivered to his house and they came in giant cardboard boxes and he put them right outside of the apartment, like in between our door and his. It and is so really they're not there. Yeah, they've been there for a week now. They're the trash company. They're not going to take those. Honestly, I, if I were you, just send a message to uh, the maintenance guys and be like, hey, this guy's left this these boxes out here. No one's picking them up. Like, what do we can you talk to him or something? You know what I mean? I would send that. I'd be like, look, you guys need to let him know that trash service doesn't pick up all this crap, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'll, maybe I'll call them when I'm at work tomorrow. Cause I don't, I don't think he's going to get it. Yeah. It's blocking half the hallway. And I'm like, man, after a week, you got to think, Hey, maybe I shouldn't just leave these here. Like, uh, come on, man. I haven't seen him since like, he's no, I, I guarantee he works from home because like he opened the door at, on like a Wednesday when he got delivered he opened the door at like Wednesday at like 2 p.m. and he was like in gym shorts and no shirt on. And I could see a computer uh, screen in the in the background. So either that man like does some, he does something at home like working Our on last neighbor computers. Home too. It's a promising world we're living in where more people are working <laughs> from home. That's all I'm saying. Like I am all about it. And you see those new those articles all the time. They're like, this is why you're killing the real estate industry, because it's really bad that you're not going to an office. But like, no, that's that's just because you guys built a bunch of infrastructure built around offices. That's on you guys. <laughs> yeah, like I, I keep seeing those articles where they're like. Like building industry offices is failing or whatever because millennials want to work from home and it's like why is that our fucking problem dude yeah like that's that's on you guys for and then they're like oh here's studies that here, here's a five reasons why people work less at home and you're like no every like scientific study and actual study has proven that working from home increases productivity and so does a four-day work week but oh gosh we really don't want to do that because it'd be too much of a change to this industry that we live in <laughs> well, it's like it's a free market babe you guys want a capitalism we decided we want to work from home sucks to suck <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i've even seen like articles on of people talking on like reddit like on i'm in the like anti-work reddit you know subreddit um and people talk about it a lot how like when their companies tried to force them to go back from the, to, to the office, they either like straight up quit their jobs or they found a job that would let them stay working from home. So even, even with Activision, like we're testing, you know, video games and they were like, Oh, we need to go back to the office. And people were like, well, why? And they were like, well, it's a security risk. And we're like, has anything been leaked from any of the teams that are working from home? And they're like, well, uh, well, no. And we're like, well, then it's not really a security risk, is it? And like, first of all, and second of all, you know, they gave these reasons and all this and that. And what they ended up doing, they're like, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to give you like as a, a hybrid work schedule. So now it's like two days or three days in the office and two days at home. And you're like, crazy, crazy how it still works. Like, 
I think the only benefit to being in the office was being able to talk with people next to me about the things like the bugs and things that I was seeing. Cause I could be like, Hey, I'm looking at this. Can you check it? Look at it real quick. And they'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah. It's this issue. You know, like it's a lot easier to do that in person, but it's not impossible to do it at home. It's on a zoom call. It'd just be like, Hey, I'm going to share my screen. Can you guys take a look at this? And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see what you got. Like it wasn't any more difficult. It was just an extra couple like buttons that you had to press, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're tech savvy. That's kind of the point, right? You're right. Like if you now, if you have idiots working at home that don't know how to work computers, yeah, bring them back to the office so you can teach them some stuff. But other than that, like it's, was it, does it really matter? You know what I mean? Yeah. You want to know something fun about the weather lately? Is it, it's been hot? It's been hot. It's, uh, we have broken records like 30 plus days straight with a uh, hundred plus temps. Yep. And now Around it's windy. 33, I think is what it is. Of being over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. It's crazy yeah. amazing. And now it's windy with no rain in sight. And the fire hazard has gone up a lot. And I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. This this winter, we're going to freeze. So that's Yeah, I, I saw that report as well. It was like states like Texas and stuff like that. Like expect a really wet, cold, frozen winter. I'm like, okay. Yep. I already told, I told, I forget who I told when maybe it was one of the maintenance guys when we moved in or something like that, when they were explaining about like the rules and all that stuff where they were like, oh yeah, 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 you can't use the fireplace. And I'm like, listen, if it's winter and the power's out and there's no heat, I will build a fire. I will rearrange my entire apartment so that it's centered around me having a fire. And when you guys come over, you can have a s'more. All right. Like that's, (laughs) I mean, I don't know how to open the chimney, so I don't want to like die of carbon monoxide poisoning. But if you know how to do all that, I'm down. It is, it's just not difficult. Like unless they cemented the, or like sealed the, the actual chimney, which I doubt they did because there's still grates in there. Like there's no reason you can't just. Also there was that family of squirrels living in there. Yeah, that too. You know what I mean? Like, we'll, I will much, I will very easily just be like, you know what? I'm building the fire. Even if the fire is outside, you know, it's still going to be better than sitting inside with no heat. That's true. <laughs> just go to work. Like, I got heat there. Or we'll just get, um, go get a bunch of those packs of candles from Ikea and just light candles all over the apartment. That way you have light and it's, it warms it up in there, you know? <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. Well, gotta make sure we have our emergency bag packed, I guess. You say that like I don't stock up on things and then you just use them anyway. Like I stocked up on water and you were just like, oh, perfect. And then drank all the bottled water. And I was like, all right, but why didn't you use the filtered water in the fridge? And you were like, oh, it's more convenient. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for that. Guess we'll just not buy water anymore. And guess what? You haven't bought water since then. (laughs) No. I try not to use too much plastic, but you're right. We should get that restocked. It's not using plastic. You buy it and then you let it sit there. It doesn't go bad for years. What do you mean? <laughs> that is true. Plus, I f- we also we should talk about our emergency plan. Like, if we if there's like an emergency and we're not together, like where do we meet? What do you mean? Just call me. How about that? What do you? <laughs> what if like some dogs do are down? Meet? Where do we meet? Where are you gonna go? You disappearing off the edge of the planet? Like I don't know. Like you know, like if there's like a severe weather event, we have to evacuate. Where would we meet if we weren't together? How about you text right before that and be like, "Hey, it's coming from like southeast. I'm gonna go northeast." You know, like (laughs) you can't plan for that. There's a tornado coming from northeast, but our plan was to go northeast. Guess I'll go. Like that doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. On a slightly darker uh, note, no. um, did you see all the fires in Maui? There's fires everywhere. Why is why is Maui's bezel? Like fires are fires, they're everywhere. No, but Crazy. it's 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 like the worst in their history. Like this I can't I don't know how to pronounce the name of the village, but it's like completely burnt down. Um let me see if I can find something about it. I don't know. I guarantee there's a lot of stuff like that. Do you know what I learned recently? They're the world's largest herd of camels uh, lives in Australia. Really? Yeah. So apparently European settlers uh, brought in camels in like the late 1800s 
in order to help them cross the the desert and the outback uh, because horses couldn't survive in the heat and that that long journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the 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 herd of camels has grown so large that every year they cause uh, ten million dollars worth of damage to property and fence because they just they walk through fences. I want a movie care. about that. They walk through fences. They don't care. They've also uh, had a huge impact on the environment because they they consume and store so much water that they have like dried up entire like watering holes that w- have been used for like irrigation and like all sorts of stuff. So, so why haven't they cold them? What they do is every year they fly, uh, they get in a helicopter and they shoot camels from a hel- helicopter. They literally just shoot them. And like they say they leave half of them for the um, like wildlife to consume, like the mm-hmm. whatever, you know, predators and are out there. And then they take the other half um, for animal and like, human consumption back in, you know, wherever. But that's why I was like every year they just go around and cull like a, like a third of this herd. But they the population of camels can double. They said every uh, what was it like? eight months to like a year and a half it can yeah. like almost double because of how fast they go and stuff i'm like gosh darn like, i don't know let me like, actually i'm about to google some real real weird, weird shit how quickly right can camels drink water now camel reproduction reproduce their estrus cycle is about 13 to 40 days and yep. gestation is about a year to a year and a half which gives them two offspring so they can reproduce once every two years but they get up to two. So, like, if half of them... <laughs> they get up to two. Here yeah, is your two, two, they get two, up to two. two camels. They get up to... So, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, if half of them are... Biosis. If half of them are female and they they get offspring or two, you know, two offspring, you've doubled the camels already. Like, you're doubling the population, so... <laughs> Damn. It's crazy. What if camels took over the world? That's fine, too. I don't care. <laughs> I know we talked about aliens last week, but what what would be like your favorite kind of alien? Like, what kind of alien do you want to meet? Do I want to? What do you mean? Do I want to be? That's a very different meet. question than what's your final favorite you kind meet. Of alien. You said be. Don't even meet. try. What kind of alien do you want to meet? I don't want to eat aliens. Meet like like if you met them, like what kind of alien do you think would be the coolest? The kind that doesn't kill us all instantly. How about that one? I like, mean, what? so far we've got a good track record. We so far we've been around for like a microsecond in the terms of like the universe. It's not a great track record. It's like, oh well, we didn't die in the first one one millionth of the time that we've been here. So perfect, like (laughs) we're doing so good. (laughs) I hope they're kind aliens. Yeah, I bet the last aliens that came here killed all the dinosaurs. So you know, there's that. (laughs) Okay, you know, I saw a fact about the asteroid that killed the dinosaurs the other day. The asteroid was so large that when it impacted Earth, it sent dinosaurs to the moon. Like, there are chunks of dinosaur <laughs> on the I, moon. I don't believe that they have found dinosaur fossils like fossil. on the moon. No, like, they have Dude, found, like, fragments let me, and things like hold that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, <laughs> let me look this up. Hold on. Fossils on the moon. Let me see. Uh, there seems to be a chance of remains. An author proposed that because the Earth rock was found on the moon, it would be possible to find remains of on the moon. So they found a, a rock from Earth on the moon, which doesn't prove a whole lot because the moon was originally part of Earth, by the way. like. It, <laughs> Okay, well, the video I saw was very convincing. There has been no dinosaur DNA discovered of any kind in space. It's likely... They beat us to the moon. <laughs> or is that what the government wants us? Oh my gosh. Are there dinosaur fossils? Bear on the city. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they may have been there when like the moon split off from Earth, but there's they didn't then no one has found dinosaur bones on the moon. Okay, <laughs> I was wrong. The video was very convincing. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> Not like the the impact of that that uh, meteor that hit the Earth that was very large. Yes, you got that one right. It killed 
almost everything. Like it that killed lots of stuff. Of all species. Yes, like it killed a lot of stuff, <laughs> but it Hopefully didn't birds. send them yeah. flying to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen pictures of the shoebill stork? The what? Shoebill stork. All right. Look, just Google it and look at the pictures. It is the closest living animal to a dinosaur. Just look at this dude. Look at a shoebill stork. <laughs> Have you looked it up? No, I just the way you're describing it's really funny. It is the closest living species uh, to to dinosaur DNA. Like it clicks like a raptor. <laughs> Why is like one of the top search fourteen menacing shoebill stork facts? <laughs> I don't know about menacing, but like if you listen to it, it clicks like a dinosaur. Like it'll click its its beak together, and you're like, "What the what is happening?" Is it scary? <laughs> Google it. Go ahead and look. Well, I don't want to listen to it right now because we're doing this. But oh, I, oh, I, I'm, I'm no, I meant just it. Google the pictures. Like, look at those pictures. That thing's a dinosaur. It stands still for hours at a time in like shallow pools, waits for fish to come by, and then just snatches them and eats them. <laughs> it's super cool if you if you walk by one and it's sitting still it'll look like it's a stuffed animal because you won't you won't be able to tell that it's yeah. like it's a lot this article says they can cool. also be extremely cute and almost cartoon like they have striking pale blue jeaned eyes blue eyed jeans which can make them appear not really real uh enters the room sounding like a machine apparently gun? it's no. one of the slowest flying bird at a mere 150 flaps per minute yeah they don't fly very fast i mean they walk pretty much everywhere like i've never seen one fly so i mean i <laughs> they have the third longest beak in the world which enables them to hunt extremely large prey even baby crocodiles i would this be such is- a great like ai voice this one just says the shoebill sound, the shoebill machine well, gun noise, scariest bird what? sound. Well, that makes sense because it says the razor sharp edges of its beak allow it to decapitate prey. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's fucking damn nature. You scary. It's usually part of a greeting to other shoebills or mating. All right. It's an ambush predator. Dude, it's it's so creepy that that sound. Oh my gosh, I just listened to it. It does sound like yeah. a gun almost. It does say they clatter their bills, which sounds like a machine gun during courtship yeah. or greeting. Yeah, I'll put I'll put a little clip of it in. It's it's super. Can I mute fun. myself for a second and listen to this? I know, what? right? It sounds so like it a. Sounds like Jurassic Park. Yeah, you're like. Da, 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 da. You're like, what is that? It's it like sounds rah, like they're. Rah, 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 it sounds like rah, 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 rah. they're they're clicking almost like the raptors in Jurassic Park. It's so. Oh it's man. Very. It's, uh, it's it very off putting. It says they can make cow like moose noises too. I'm telling you, man, dinosaur like. <laughs> Oh, they often oh bully, gosh. fight, and kill their siblings when they're a few weeks old. Nice. Yeah, you never. I've never seen more than like one, maybe two, in an enclosure, and even then, they're like the mating pair. You know. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did you see? Um, do you know that that guy that um, that like trademarked or like monopolized? What was it? The that super uh, like deep black color? Was it Vanta Black? Vanta Black, yeah. yeah and then he guy. got banned from using the pinkest pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So he he also. Um, like he was like, no one can look at this. No one can talk about the color, right? Like, cause it's his color anyway. Okay. So scientists, scientists just discovered, uh, I think they said it was like 20 around 20 species that live so far down in the ocean that they are, they, and they are so dark that they absorb 99.99% of light. And they kept using this guy's name in the post, not the scientists, but like people making memes about it. They were making <laughs> jokes about it. They're like, Oh, don't look at my animals. They're <laughs> they're too black for you to look at. You can't look at them anymore. You can't yeah. you can't uh, use them in your uh, in your studies anymore because they're the wrong color black for you. 
<laughs> it was so funny. They were they were just mentioning this guy over and over, but you know, like, oh, I'm sorry, did we monopolize this color? Our bad. <laughs> yeah. So Anish Kapoor cannot listen to this podcast. Yes, that's his name. I forgot the name entirely. I googled yeah. it just to say you can't listen to this podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anish Kapoor. It's like the um. Yeah, it, it was. I saw it on Reddit. They find sixteen ultra scientists found sixteen ultra black fish species that absorb ninety nine point nine percent of light. And somebody on Tumblr said, "You're not allowed to look at this fish on behalf of Arish Kapoor. <laughs> By yeah. looking at this fish, you certify that you are not Arish Kapoor. You are not associate of Arish Kapoor, and you are not planning to describe this fish later to Arish Kapoor or an associate of Arish." <laughs> oh, is it Arish? So I don't know. I thought Anish? it was a niche. Anish, whatever it was. I don't care. It's illegal <laughs> for Anish Kapoor to look at this fish. <laughs> well, you saying Tumblr reminded me. It would be a podcast uh, episode if I didn't talk about Taylor Swift. I'm okay with that. Because she just announced 1989. And that's going to do it for us this week. We're going to have uh, another. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you want? What? I was asleep. Want? I woke up to this news. She announced it at one oh, of her concerts. No. She's got 1989 Taylor's versions coming out in October. What does that mean? I I don't know what that means. Like I, that I good, told you about the Taylor's version, like she's, the re-recording she's doing. Um, so she is now two albums away from owning all of her music. So with this one, or no three, with this one she'll have two more. To oh no, is that, three, is that three the more name albums. of an album that the year a song came out. That, yeah, the name of the album is, is 1989. It okay. is um the one that launched her career to like incredible heights, like uh. It was the one that she shifted to a completely pop um, sound, um, and it. She's one of the only female artists at the time to had gotten three albums to over a million sales in like one week. Like she broke all sorts of records. Like it just, it was a really great time for her. Um, so now for her to re-release this album, oh, yeah, I'm so own proud. it is awesome. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so happy for the millionaire that is killing the planet. Love it. <laughs> hey, she. I mean, she. I, so far, she seems to be the only ethical millionaire I've seen. Like, no, I saw. No, the hell, she is not. All right. Did you look at the amount that she travels in her yes, private jet? She traveled in her private jet to a different country because she said that she wanted to go get fucking like cafe, like go to a cafe in fucking France. Like, that's not ethical. Anything. She's killing the planet because she wants that's coffee. Not, that was a different celebrity. Who cares? That's like Kylie Jenner. It's um, the same but she does shit. use her she private jet a lot. All the time instead of but just driving. Did you see other musicians are angry at her for giving truckers bonuses and said that they shouldn't expect oh, that? In the who future? cares? <laughs> so what? That I is care. on them. It is something I like, care about. It's a good thing that she did it. If nobody else wants to do it, that's on them. Like it's who cares? Like that's a problem for other artists. It's great that she did it. I'm glad that she's being philanthropic with money and you know charitable and whatnot and rewarding people for working and everything. Like we've already tried it. It's happened in America. It happened like Henry Ford tried it and then he got told to fuck off. You're not doing that anymore. And that's how America was born. Like, yeah, oh, <laughs> was it? Yeah. Did you not know that? Okay. So what? Henry Ford, <laughs> no. after their first couple years of building uh, cars, they had such a surplus of income that Henry Ford decided that he would raise all of his salary or employees salaries and give them all bonuses. And he was sued by the stockholders of the company saying that it was his responsibility to give them that money and reinvest it into the stock itself so that they could get paid out and that their money would be their investment would be worth it. Right now it went to uh, one of the like it went to like a state Supreme Court. And they ruled that he needed to that corporations have an obligation to pay stockholders first with any excess like income or surplus, whatever. And that is the basis of uh, of all like American corporations is they pay stockholders first yeah. and they say, fuck the people who worked and make that made it you know possible. Now, you want to know a little fun fact about who actually uh, led that lawsuit? It was the Dodge brothers, the ones who own Dodge. They own stock in for the Ford Motor Company and sued <laughs> and sued Henry Ford when he tried to give away money that they thought would be theirs. So really, Dodge 
uh, Ford tried to save the save their their employees and give them some money, and Dodge said, "Nope, we're going to take it." And that is how Damn. they ruined America. Thanks <laughs> for the history lesson. I didn't. Sure, know. I learned that like yesterday. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> watching a video or something. Yeah, I saw a little docu- short documentary on it. <laughs> oh, nice. I haven't watched like any cool documentaries. Yeah, that was like that set the precedent for all companies to pay stockholders first, and basically now stockholders have all the power, and then Wall Street and all that fun stuff. Really, really, just informative stuff. Really, the last documentary I watched. So like, about yes, Titanic. people are mad at Taylor Swift for you know giving giving out money to truckers and whatnot, but she doesn't have stockholders, so kind of why she was able to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, and you know her tour is generating so much money. I saw an article about it today that said um, if she canceled a single show it would depress the economy in that city well yeah because there's no like no one spends no one is spending money on unnecessary things unless it's like a once in a lifetime thing of like oh she's coming to do the arrows tour you know what i mean yeah she's like literally it, like preventing a recession people are <laughs> people are keeping money because it's it's hard to survive and live, but they're like, this is a once in a lifetime thing. Let's go to it and spend some money on it. And everyone's, you know, got that same mindset. So they're like, yeah, that'll be fun. Like, you know, that's, they have to get hotels, some money on food. Like, right, right, right. Let's pay like a hundred dollars for an Uber to cancel. Cause you're in the wrong parking lot. Bro, that should mm, piss me off. Mm. But it's fine. It was a good night. It's fine. <laughs> well then, and then the fiasco with FedEx not delivering my album. I got it on Amazon separate. for cheaper anyways. It wasn't the one I wanted. Like, it's a different color, but first world problems. I still have. Oh, no. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for us this week. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Mindless Bridal. If you did, make sure you head on over to our website, leave a review, comment, you know, suggestions, whatever you want to do. Share us with if a friend. It, we always appreciate it. You know, which whichever one. Uh, but I hope you had fun. I know we did. And we will see you next time. Bye.